Here we are for now, let's enjoy the journey. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Enjoy the Journey. This is Mars. And first up, once again, thank you so much to all our listeners for being with us since whenever you came in. But in my case, we started this journey of ours back in June of 2020. So it's been seven months and that's 10 episodes, including this one. And that wraps up our season one for this year. So I'd like to say 2020... It's a memorable year in all sorts. I mean, I got to start a podcast. To me, that's one thing on my bucket list that I got done thanks to this year. Uh, though, of course, I wouldn't want it to happen again in 2021. So I hope that 2021 is better than better. Better than this year, at least. And, of course, we'll move forward with our journey our gaming journey as the years go by so this final episode for the season is an, uh, a game review of a recently <laughs> recently released game on the nintendo switch i'm getting better at uh, reviewing games right after they're released and i finish playing it so uh, hopefully next year we'll get to review more current games or more up-to-date games as the year progresses so Sit back, relax. So I do hope that the holidays are good for you or the holidays are being extra good for you in terms of rest, uh, connecting with family, and of course, getting in tune with yourself. It's that time of the year when we start reflecting on what the year meant to us and what we were able to do despite what happened. So stick around for this and I'll see you in a bit. Okay, so our game review for today is another one after the obvious game narrative design genre that you have already been noticing in a lot of the games I review. This one is called When the Past Was Around. Okay, it's kind of confusing when you first read it, When the Past Was Around. But as you progress through the game, you'll realize somehow, somewhere in your brain, it sort of makes sense. So the game has already been released on the Mac OS and on Windows back in September, but for game consoles like the Switch and the Xbox, it only came out now in the month of December. So uh, like other game narratives, uh, narrative games that I've been playing, file size isn't that big and it's not priced as high as the really big games like Animal Crossing and stuff. So... When I saw it, the first thing that got to me was, of course, ding, 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 it was on sale. <laughs> so it was on the new release uh, tab. So when I checked it, uh, I saw the nice blinking X percent off and I bought it. Also, the, the way the trailer attracted me to the game. So there was the art. Um, bordering on watercolor-ish yet very dark deep tones okay usually more on the brownish the warm color tones but still it attracted uh they attracted me to or they convinced me 
to buy the game. And when you play the trailer, you will be also entranced by the wonderful music that comes with it, which has been created or composed by Mastito Bakhtia. The music soundtrack, of course, is available on Spotify. So, what is the game about? So, the trailer just simply starts off with, it is a game of, what's that? Moving on and stuff. So I'm like, ooh, another love story. So I'm like, okay, th- this looks like something for me. So when you enter the game, you play, well, technically you don't play the character. It's just that she will, she's your perspective in a way. You play the unnamed female character. She's your the movable. You don't move her, but you, she's your perspective. And then you go through the story, apparently, wherein you meet someone you lose that someone and you move on and you have closure from that someone. So that is the ugliest summary I can give you on that. Or the shortest summary I can give you on that. But basically what attracted me to the game was the, of course, combination of the music, the art style, and the way the narrative was written. So a better sounding narrative would be this. You play the unnamed character, you somehow forgot something. You somehow forgot what happened in your past. And you're slowly trying to remember your life when you were in a relationship with this, I'll use the word guy, called the owl. So the owl is basically from the head down, from the neck down, a tall, sturdy man. But from what his head is that of an owl. Uh, an owl-headed guy who plays really good violin and wears really long shorts. So you go through a set of montages wherein you get to know the owl. You, of course, you go out with him. You go camping. You go to beat to the beach. You move in together, and you start. You have a life together up until the time wherein you have two separate. So I'm not going to spoil the ending, but they separate and. She moves on from that in the process. So the entire game is divided into chapters. They call it chapters. So each chapter is a portion wherein you encounter, you interact with the owl. But in order to go to the next chapter, you have to uh, complete puzzles, complete uh, collect items, and accomplish certain things in, within the chapter, which is just one panoramic view of sorts. And then you have to get one owl feather, which you give to the owl. And then you can move on to the next chapter. So, at the end of the entire chapter, of course, it's a sad ending. But it was uh, nice that they were able to... I find that even if it was a sad ending, it was a nice way to end the story of when the past was around. I mean, people in relationships know that not all endings are good, not all endings are bad. So it's nice to know that even in video games, they are there's a sense of reality in there. It is a human feeling of loss that we understand. So I finished the game in two days, but if you really combine the actual number amount of time that I did it, perhaps an hour, it's another easy game to play. Uh, I'm not disappointed, <clears throat> but I really. You know, I'm attracted. I can stare at the same scene over and over and just let the song play over and over again on the TV if I really wanted it to. So, 
the reason why I find this game attractive is because they were able to create such a simple act of falling in love and losing it and create something magical with it. So the game has some magical elements. So it's not boy meets girl, boy loses girl kind of thing. There's some, of course, little more complicated things in between, which of course you will learn if you purchase and play the game. So there's a demo available. So if you're not that sure to play this kind of game, you can try the demo first and see if you're into, the, if you're into it, then you uh, purchase it from the eShop. Okay, so if you want more information, there's also, they have a website. So their website is, well, let me check it out. A bit, uh, <laughs> it's actually a long website. Okay, so it's from chorusworldwide.com slash when dash the past goes around dash so you'll find it uh on the internet uh it was uh developed and published by mokijan and Forget productions so these are the companies that created this very simple yet very heart-wrenching video or review right this is supposed to be a review basically it didn't make well it made me sad not because I was disappointed to buy it. It was sad because the story was sad. And you know how I love um, games with good narratives. I know there are games that are heavy on the graphics and still have a good narrative. But I'm okay with simple games like this with a simple narrative. Um, it just goes to show that you don't have to complicate things in order to have something good. So simple sometimes means okay. And I really am excited that for next year to have more games such as this. Um, there are times when I just wonder where the games will go from now. First, remember every year there's a theme in a way. So hopefully next year it will be more game narrative design. Sometimes I wonder if I didn't go into the job that I'm in right now or into the profession I'm in, maybe I went into game narrative design. Uh, and I salute all those who are really trying to promote their game narratives because it's uh, it's not easy to find a niche that will really uh, cough up money to really promote unique game narratives. They don't have to be all about the science fiction or speculative fiction or futuristic or whimsical or fantasy. Sometimes slice of life is just enough for us, right? Okay. So, end of the year. I bought more games than that. Don't worry, that's not the only game I bought. I actually bought another game, but I'm not going to talk about that yet because I have yet to judge <laughs> if I'm going to make a podcast about it or I'm going to give it a little more time because I'm having a bit of a problem navigating. You know how it is sometimes. You can't navigate. So, there's some games that are so easy to navigate through. There's some that just requires you more than just an hour of moving around you have to move a little bit more okay so that wraps up our game review now if i were to make a new year's resolution or hopes for the 2021 for in the terms of nintendo switch gaming okay i guess one would be um okay probably i'd want i'd aspire to get uh, <laughs> a nintendo online membership I don't have one yet, so maybe that will open door more doors for me, especially for retro games. I miss the 8-bit retro games, but sometimes you just have to take a step back, 
Do I really need that online membership? Let's check. Let's see what next year will hold. Another is maybe I. There are some games on different consoles that I miss that I want replicated on the Switch. You don't have to give the exact same game, but I'd like certain games to be replicated on the Switch. So, what are these games? <laughs> well, I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan. That's the only. That's the game that got me. Baited into playing console games again at the age of I was 15, because I was really not into console games. I was more of a handheld gamer, but because of Kingdom Hearts 2, I went back to the PlayStation and I just um, went crazy with it. So I just really wish Kingdom Hearts could be um, what do you call that? I don't know what term you put, but employed into the settings of switch i've heard why it won't work but I, one can dream right that's one number two um actually this is a playstation exclusive game i mean if mario's into nintendo this is uh, to so to sony it's uh the sly cooper games it's the he talks about a raccoon a, a raccoon thief and his his band and they go around stealing stuff you know, it's some sort of Robin Hood kind of thing. Uh, that's one game that I really wish that could go onto the Switch. Spyro was already on the Switch, but I have yet to buy to purchase that. <laughs> um, there's this game. It's not a very popular game, but I just love the way it was created. Um, Snoopy's Flying Ace. It's uh, basically you play Snoopy as the bar- um, Flying Ace Snoopy. So he's on his red... Uh, doghouse and you fly around it's a what do they call that it's a basically a flying game where you shoot people down and stuff but it's just so cute because you're playing snoopy <laughs> uh what other game um those are the basic that you know it every time i look i always hope that it's on the switch or something similar that can get give me the same gameplay the same feel as the old uh Bosses all games, but well, I understand that sometimes it can be feasible. Sometimes uh, you're just gonna have to keep on dreaming, girl. But I'm, I don't mind. I don't mind dreaming. So that's it for our C episode number ten. And once again, thank you so much, everyone. It's been a great year in terms of podcasting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And I'm so glad that you are here to listen to me ramble. And I'm so glad that despite all of this, all the challenges, we're still here. We're still making it. We're still surviving somehow. And next year, we all hope for better things, better mindsets, better lifestyle, better environment. And hopefully, it will become a better thing for all of us. Okay, so uh, I cannot tell you when season one of uh, season two, episode one will come out. It will really depend on <laughs> if I have another new game or if I'm going to make a podcast of what other games I've already recently or recently played or finished or haven't finished, but I want to make one or one of those many games that I have, or maybe not even a Switch game, just some random other game that I feel is worth making a podcast. About. So, I thank you all for this. I'm going to say Happy New Year in advance. Best wishes to all of you for 2021. 
I'm still here. If you have anything, you can always contact me. Uh, this has been an amazing year with everyone. I will see you around. That's it for Enjoy the Journey, everyone. I will see you next year.